This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. My name's Rob, and I'd like to share an experience that I had. I'd been going to the doctor for about three months, and my wife had told me while I was sleeping that I was stopping breathing, and she would actually get out her watch and time these events that was happening to me. And they were probably at the peak about 180 times a night that I would stop breathing throughout the evening. So I went to the doctor under her suggestion and ended up having a pretty robust discussion with the doctor about what I had now found out was sleep apnea and it was pretty severe. So he wanted to run me through some sleep studies and things like that. But at the time, I just wasn't really ready for that type of care and I was living a pretty wild life. So I, I didn't think too much about it. And I actually told the doctor that, you know, if something happened to me, because they explained to me that this could kill me and that I could stop breathing while I was sleeping and never wake up. So I just told him if that happens, then it happens. I, I didn't have much faith or any sort of, you know, religious ties with anything at that time. And so I was just pretty much on my own. So I'll kind of get to the evening of my event. And it was a very unique experience because I knew that I was not breathing at certain times through the night because it would jolt me awake and I'd wake up shocked and I'd, I'd have these weird sensations of not breathing, trying to catch my breath. So this night in particular, there was no jolting and I kind of felt my breathing stop. And it was at this time that I felt what I now know to be as my spirit coming out of my organic body. As my spirit came out of my body, it was this freedom and this complete joy that I had never experienced before. I thought I was dreaming and I was certain that I was dreaming. And I just thought to myself, this is one of the most incredible dreams anybody can have. I, I felt weightless and I looked down and I saw my body laying on the bed next to my wife's and my wife had her back turned to me and I was laying on my back at the time and my eyes were shut and I was not breathing so I sort of stood there looking at my body and it was a wonder that I can't really describe because it was very surreal and I, I was looking at my own body while I was outside of it and I reached down with my left arm to pinched my right arm and I noticed that I had no tattoos on my arm. My, my body's covered in a lot of tattoos and at the time I had pierced nipples and my ears were pierced and I've got tattoos across my chest and both of my arms and I started looking at the body that I was standing in and there was no marks on it. It was very pristine and I thought, oh my gosh, this is not right and I started to feel a, a presence in the room and the room started to get dark and I felt this floating sensation that was sort of drawing me away from the room and I didn't want to leave because I saw my wife and I, I had 
no fear of what was happening to me, but there was this sense that I, I didn't want her to wake up and find me like that. But it just started getting pulled a little bit harder and this sort of blackness started to envelop me and it, it felt as if I was being pulled through this vortex. So I began these thoughts in my head about everybody that had talked to me about God and an afterlife. And it was as if I was getting this complete rewind of every single one of these moments that I had had throughout my lifetime. I saw, not just saw these things happening, but I could feel the essence of, of everything that I'd ever done in my life. And there were by far more negative things that I was being shown than there were positive things. There were a lot of positive things that I saw, but the the negative was the outweighing balance that I could feel and see, and I could palpably feel that emotion, and I could feel the emotion that I had during these events, and I could feel the emotions of anybody that was involved in this event, and I could feel their feelings and their disappointment, and it was it was just this extremely unique sensation to feel all of this emotion and all of this energy as I'm being shown this complete rewind in my life. It started getting darker and I started to have a little bit of fear and I could begin to sense this. And I guess the only way to put it is impending doom. And when I use the word doom, it's it's an understatement because the sensation was of a pure negativity and it was negativity at every layer and every level of understanding that a human being could possibly fathom. And when I tell you negative, I, I have to also use the word evil because what I was feeling was extremely horrific and it was multiplying exponentially as I was being pulled further into this sort of black hollow abyss. And I began to hear these faint voices and screams as I was being pulled to this black vortex. And the sensation of emotion was completely through my body. It was as if I had become everything. And this is difficult to articulate because you don't feel these things when you're alive here on this plane of existence. The screams and the emotions that I were feeling had become stronger and stronger and and I could begin to smell and the, the smells were horrific. I can tell you that it was unpleasant and they were as unpleasant as you could imagine and they were in their purest forms and I could taste it, I could feel it on myself and everything negative that a human being could imagine and you begin to feel all of this at, at once. I never felt afraid of what was happening. There wasn't the sensation of me screaming out to be saved, which was very unique. I had never known who Jesus Christ was or or what God represented. I hadn't ever read a Bible. I, I, I had no understanding of calling out to somebody that could save me because I'd always sort of relied on myself. And at this point, I, I realized that I was not alive anymore and that I was pretty much on my own. And the realization was, is that I was going to accept what had happened to me. So there seemed to be a presence that was around me, but I couldn't understand what it was. And it was there, but I, I 
can't articulate to you what it was or who it was at that time. It just, there was a sensation that somebody was along for this ride and I had no idea who it was. I could sense that there were uncountable spirits that were with me. The number was incomprehensible and I could feel every individual unique spirit that was there. And I had this understanding that there was a reason that they were there. And I can't elaborate on every single one of these as far as feeling them, but the sensations that I were having, the negative sensations and everything that I was going through, I could feel that with every single one of these. And some of them were by far more horrific than what I was feeling. So I began to feel and be pulled into misery, as it were, or the company that I was with that seemed to be synergistic down there. And, and everything was amplified to levels of, as far as I could tell, it was nonstop. I began to understand another very unique thing that was abundantly clear while I was there is that time had ceased to exist. There was no understanding of, of any time. It did not exist anymore. There was no linear forward, backwards, uh, above you or below you. This was, you were there, it was being there. And it was as if eternity was laid out in front of me to understand that the time ceases to exist with what we're understanding in our lives. And I had told you that there was a sensation of something that was around me and I could, I could feel it a little bit stronger as I was standing there. And I thought to myself, well, I had heard people tell me about what hell was and I'll be honest with everybody and very transparent. There was no fire and brimstone. I, I did not see that. What I saw was worse than that because the hunger, the thirst, the individual misery was beyond a pale in comparison. It felt as if I was in zero temperature. It, it was negative and it, it felt like my body was burning, but there was no fire. If there was no light and there was no warmth, it was something that every molecular portion of who I was at this point in my spirit could feel that individually as a whole body, but as every individual molecule of what my spirit was, I, I could feel that, that misery of feeling as if I was burning because I had no heat. And I often wonder as I, as I've got a little bit more maturity and, and going through this is that sometimes people talk about this burning in hell, but for me, it was more of the absence of warmth and light that was that misery and, and feeling like you were in the coldest, you know, sub-zero freezer you'd ever been in and you were stuck there and your body begins to feel hot and burn. So I stood there like that and the smells, the sounds, the, the wailing, I, I couldn't see anything because it was so dark. And I said to whatever was above me, I palpably said this out loud that I'm here and I can't lie and there's an understanding that all truth is known and I have nothing to say. There are no excuses for what I've been and what I've done over my lifetime. And so I stand here ready to take the step full well knowing that I deserve this and that 
I, I'm not screaming for this help. I'm just acknowledging that I now understand. And it was at this moment that that <laughs> there was a light that exploded over me. And I had never in my entire life felt this type of love. It was an unrequited, pure, unconditional love. The light was of a color that no human being has ever seen. Alive and can articulate its brilliance. This light was alive. This light was everything that was positive, that ever was compassion, care, love. What I saw there, nothing else could look at this light. And I saw the amount of spirits that were there and it dropped me to my knees and I felt humbled and humility at every bit of who I was. And the light spoke, but it thundered in this expanse and it was so quiet all at the same time. And it, it said that I had a choice and I did not understand this. I could not understand being given a choice while I was kneeling at this expanse of misery and horror, looking at it as everything there was turning away from this light and could not look at it. There was another epiphany that happened. There was a, a sensation while I was there. There was a, a single common denominator of emotion that I did not understand. I could feel it, but I couldn't understand it and I couldn't articulate it and what what it was as the light illuminated this is that any individual spirit that was there lived with the fact that there is a, a heaven and a hell that we all at some point had a choice and that living there in that eternity with their own horrors was one type of horrific existence but that knowing that there was another choice that was always there was even harder to live with and I felt that so you know there there was no line there was no opportunity to stretch a truth or be fake or to try and spin something and I just told the light I saw everything that you showed me and I don't deserve that chance and I began to take a step and if you can imagine that that light got even brighter and and even more full of love that it did and it illuminated more of of that existence that was there and it even shocked me even further to see its greatest expanse and the light once again said yeah you have an opportunity to make a choice here and uh, i stood there and i once again told the light that i get it but i'm here for a reason and I know you're here for a reason, but the look that I got just doesn't warrant that choice unto myself. And I, I told the light that I couldn't make that choice because I knew who I was and that I was here for a reason. And, and the light told me to look to the left. And I did. I looked to the left and there in the middle of this was a young girl. And there was a round patch of grass that was in the middle of all of this horror and I could see every single blade of grass. Every color and hue of green that you could imagine was on every single stalk of this grass and it flowed with life and it moved and she st stood there and she was waving to me to step into this light that I couldn't look into and it was 
just screaming across my head into this pit. And I could, I, I couldn't understand this. And I, I didn't understand why I'm seeing all of this. And there's a girl that appears to be about three or four years old trying to wave me into this light. And I did not understand it. I looked at her and I thought, you know, she's so beautiful. She's so angelic. She was just perfect. And, and I told her, I said, I don't, I don't deserve the light. And her hand motions and her, her thoughts were pouring into me. And she just said, you need to step into the light. You need this opportunity in your life. And I, I looked at her and I, I could feel the light over me. And I thought to myself, well, at this point, I've seen more things and felt more things than I, I thought I could ever imagine. And I did take a step into that light. And it was at this moment that I immediately rose up out of bed and I was screaming that I feel God. And that's what I was screaming. And it startled my wife and she shot up out of bed and I was gray and I was dripping with this cold sweat. And every muscle in my body was cramped and, and I had this thirst my mouth was extremely dry and I I felt so dehydrated and I was I couldn't understand what had happened I mean it was and I rolled out of bed onto the floor and I crawled my wife was trying to follow me and I was literally yelling at her to to get away from me I, I didn't I, I was having a hard time understanding what was happening and at the time her and I were not getting along really well and she did step away from me because that I, I I was not a very good person and, and she just didn't want to argue with me. She had no idea what I had just gone through. And I crawled out into the front room and there was a five gallon bottle of water that we had. We had bottled water and I, I managed to crawl to the, the water spigot and I reached up and there was about a quarter of that bottle in there. And I got my hand on top of it and I just pulled down with my weight and the water just started filling up the tray below and started running down and I, I just sucked my head to the side of that and I drank every bit of water that I could. The floor was flooded, the, the carpet was soaking wet and I could not straighten my body out. I laid there for an hour in this sort of drawn up fetal position with my body just extremely tight and I couldn't move, just cramped, just painful cramping. So my, my wife ended up having to get up to go to work and I was still out in the front room and she tried to talk with me and I didn't want to talk with her about this. And she called me later in the morning and asked me to, to go to the doctor, which I, I ended up going to the doctor. I kept this tucked away inside of me. It left me with something that was very unique. I had a download, I guess you can say, a download. It was just this incredible downloading of information that it was almost as if my vessel was empty and someone just filled it up with so much information and I, I began to read and I, I began to take stock and interest in things that were related to humanity and I even picked up a bible and I, I started reading it from the first word to the very last word I, I didn't stop reading the bible and it was as if so much of it made sense and I understood so many different things and there was a sense of you know empathy and of care and compassion that I had never had in my lifetime and over a period of, of time the little girl that I saw there was something that I just could not let go and had learned how to pray I had learned how to call out a higher power and 
God. And so I was praying quite a bit and I kept hearing this voice saying, you you know who this girl is, you know her, you know who she is. And it just kept repeating. It was night after night after night. It went for months. I just didn't, I didn't get any answers. And uh, one of the things I, I have to tell you is that I was baptized after this event and I have changed my life. But part of the process was getting rid of the things that were inside of me and getting them out and telling the truth to somebody who was right there. And I would say that, you know, when you have this purge of, I guess you can say sin and the evil that you've done throughout your life. And when I confess to who I was, I'm, I'm not ashamed to, to look into the camera and tell everybody that I am a murderer, that I, I am an adulterer, that I am a thief, that I, I have taken the, the Lord's name in vain, that I am every sin that ever was and that I have embodied all of those things. When I tell you that I'm a murderer and I don't take this the wrong way and I, I don't want to offend anybody, it's just understanding that my wife, who I've been happily married to for 27 years, she's my best friend and about Four years before this event, she had gotten pregnant and we were dating and she had made a decision on her own about what she wanted to do. And I didn't stand in the way of this decision. And so she got rid of our child and that child that I saw there was her. And it's interesting to, to live a life and to move forward all these years to understand that I was told that the human spirit is eternal and that even even those that are are artificially removed from having an opportunity are always taken care of and they're taken care of in a, in a very perfect way and that they live a perfect life and that you know the compassion and the love that was shown to be was that perfect love that she had been raised with in that life we today have to understand is that there is something so much greater beyond what we are here and what we perceive here and that it is real and people they don't want to believe this and they they mock and they have distrust but it's real and nothing could ever change our minds and those of us that have gone through this can always say that it's real and you know i i sleep really well at night these days and i i happy with who I am and I've I've learned to forgive myself and I've learned to love and to share and in the end what I went through changed me into someone that I could have never absolutely been without what I had gone through so you know for everybody that's listening to this I, I just tell you this is that as you watch it and and if you have your doubts and, and if you have your other thoughts that's okay and us that have gone through this we still have the love and the compassion for you and you know at some point, we hope that you'll understand some of the things that we've understood and that you, you come around and, and you do understand some of the truths that are there. So I just wanted to say that to everybody out there. And uh, thank you very much for listening to my story.